Hey there, my name is Daywan. I am a space maker, a thriver, a force that has been broken and rebuilt. My work is centered on supporting risers, ready to take the next step and unlock opportunities bigger than today. Real conversations and perspectives live here. Welcome to I Hear You But. Before we get started, here is today's sponsor. Okay, so let's get started. Today's episode is called No One Really Knows You. Pretty sure you got that from clicking on or tapping the title of today's episode. Today's episode was actually inspired by a listener. Her name is Michelle B. And she's from Landover, Maryland. And she shares that she's worked with this person for, she's worked with the person for over 10 years. And she's always felt they were like a stickler for the rules. Now, Michelle was getting ready to apply for like a a promotion or a change at her job. Uh, It wasn't really clear in her message, but she was getting ready to kind of make a move at her job. And in making that move to her job, she felt like she needed to begin a network. Cool. Not a problem. And in networking, she came up against a person who she felt like was just so black and white, but she decided to take a chance. She went out, hung out with this person, very platonic. There was nothing romantic about it. And she recognized that her and this other person have more in common than she thought. It was really, really, (laughs) it was really funny for her. Um, She said she reflected maybe the day or two after when she went back to work. The person did seem to soften up around her, have like small talk with her. But overall, she learned that people can be very different and that no one really knows you. Um, They only know one version of you. So I wanted to take that time to kind of just talk about that in today's episode, because I thought thought that was completely like just so relevant. Um, And so today, I really want to just take the moment, take a moment to just say, you know what? what's good about this and what's bad about it. What's good is you can kind of control your narrative at work. You don't want people all in your business, but at sometimes, but sometimes, you know, we recognize the workplace has completely changed. We see how, you know, supervisors or managers want to be more supportive of people in their home life. But the downside is you don't know if they're going to uh, have a little bit of integrity around minding their business or kind of keeping it to themselves and not spreading gossip. So I think like the biggest piece about this was trust. And so for Michelle, I feel like she trusted herself enough to like step herself out there and just try something different. Um, The status quo has been, you keep your work life work and you keep your personal life personal. I think there's a good mix of that in the workplace, depending on where you are or what you do. Sometimes you can't you know, separate the two very clearly, but I notice people do try to make an effort. The The threat sometimes come from not knowing if you're going to be, I don't know how to put it. Like you don't want, you don't want to be retaliated against if somebody knows too much about you. So you try to control a lot of like what's being said, what's being shared, but it can actually work in your favor sometimes. And speaking from personal experience for me, I've shared with you all, like I've been through some, some shit. I've been through some crap and with it, you don't share your story every single chance you get because you do become fatigued and just 
repeating yourself, but there are what's called like these golden opportunities where when you really build trust with somebody and you trust them with your story, you may share elements of it to just kind of build small bridges. You kind of build those small pieces uh, with other people and it helps. Um, I think it does kind of get bad though when you kind of open the floodgates and you're just you're you're just completely just putting your life on the front page. You want everybody to know every aspect of your life no matter what. And I think we live currently in a in a society that wants to be private but is very hypocritical about how others want privacy. Um, because you can be a public figure and still have privacy because you're still human. Like you should still be allowed to, to have a little bit of privacy and to, to keep some things to yourself. So I don't think a lot of times people think of it that way. People are not objects. So let's, let's chill. And we all are more than just one facet or like one part of our lives. So like, if you are an influencer, if you are a, uh, public figure, if you are a community member who's like always out there, you're allowed to have privacy. You're allowed to have a private life. And I think people do need to find a way to respect that. I think oftentimes people um, kind of put themselves in these glass houses where they feel like they have the opportunity to judge others. We're all human and we all make mistakes. I think that's okay with saying. Um, And we need to just show a little bit of grace. I think where we could go is where we already have been going. Like, I don't think this is me creating a wheel here, but I think this is like just me recognizing, especially in Michelle's case, um, she took a chance, right? Again, I think it just goes back to trust. If you trust yourself, then by all means, like (laughs) by all means, like go out and enjoy yourself. Um, and be open to learning how other people function. Like your work self is very different than your, you know, outside of nine to five happy hour Friday night. I'm going clubbing or I'm going go to go. I'm going to go hang out. Like those parts of you are very different. The person that you bring to the cookout is not the same person as going to church on Sunday. Like those, <laughs> those could be very different people. So I just want to kind of share that we all do have different facets and we know what behavior to bring to certain situations. And so I think we don't know what we don't know. Um, and we can't say that, you know, others aren't giving us an opportunity. Sometimes we keep ourselves from the opportunity to learn other people and learn who is around us. Um, and, and I recognize that COVID has kind of like put people in their boxes, but get, get yourself out your box and pretend like you got some sense and let's figure this out. Um, I think it is when I talk about like defending separating your work and your personal life, I think there is something to be said about defending how you manage what you're sharing, because you can share something at a very high level. Like, Hey, you know what? I'm dealing with, um, I'm dealing with family. There may be a health crisis. I need to take time away to handle that. You don't need to go into detail. I don't need to see like discharge papers. I I don't, I don't need to see all of those things, but hopefully there's already a rapport built where we can communicate effectively and you can do what you need to do and still meet expectations. And I can support you the best way I know how from where I am or vice versa. 
a lot of times we get so caught up in our own head because reality and expectations are two different things. I can't expect you to know what's going on if I'm not communicating it. And I, I see this challenge right now with the current generation where it's almost like, you need to know better regardless. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you don't know. You just need to know. Well, I'm not a mind reader, okay? And there has to be some space and wiggle room to learn and ask questions. So we do recognize that, um, but it has to be done in a safe manner. And not everybody is okay with handling uncomfortable conversations. And, and if you are, great, I think, you should probably be somebody that, you know, should be champion. Not everybody can handle uncomfortable conversations. I love, I love engaging in uncomfortable conversations. Um, but if you're one who likes to be more passive and you, you feel like, you know, I'm gonna just let it blow over, expect things to potentially blow up because problems don't go away. They just get harder to handle because you're just kicking the can down the road. Um, and so I think we need to define how to balance. And I think that does come with a work-life balance um, at some point. What's the best way, I think, for us to kind of improve where we are? I think I just shared it a couple seconds ago, right? I think we need to level set. I think being able to say what the expectations are is really, really important. I don't want (laughs) to... I'm going to be very honest with you. It's almost like a woman who is dating someone or someone or something and you never know what you want to eat, but you want food, please. The expectation is food. You're not telling me what you want. And if I don't know you well enough, I'm going to do the best I can with, with what I have. But what I don't need is your attitude and frustration. Now, if you communicate to me, hey, these are some things that I might like, then great, we have something to work with. But don't be upset with me because you did not clarify what you were expecting. I'm a whole woman and and I'm so frustrated by it sometimes also. Um, I I, I say that, (laughs) I say that as a bisexual woman, I've been both, you know, with women and men currently married to a man. And I can just share from personal experience being with women and they're, they're like, yeah, I'm hungry okay, great. Um, what do you want? I don't know, but I'm hungry. That's not really an answer because whatever I give you is edible. It's food, but you got to give me more to go on. I'm going to do my best and you have to be willing to be okay with people making an effort. So with that being said, I think there are so many ways that we can approach this. Michelle, I think you are doing a phenomenal job. I think you know, we hear most people who say, yeah, no, you just keep it separate. You keep your work and you keep your uh, personal life separate. You don't blend the two. You don't interconnect with the two. You don't do those things. Guess what? We are in a new place when it comes to just understanding the workplace. So I hear you, but there is room for growth. There's room for other things to be you know, introduced into this space. So I commend you. I congratulate you. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I can't wait to come back next week and share more because I do have more stories. So I'm working on them. Uh, And then, you know, I will see you guys next week.